Welcome to Freedom Slay Podcast, where fempreneurs, side hustlers, and entrepreneurs come to fast track their success. If you're a millennial girl boss, listen, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the goods, because every week you're going to get the tools that you need to slay your business goals to create a life of time and financial freedom. I'm Ganette Jones, your host and Freedom Slayer in charge here. Let's begin. Welcome or welcome back to the Freedom Slay podcast. If you've ever wondered how you can get the word out about what it is that you're doing, if you've ever sat back and said, okay, I have a product or service that I want to put out there, I'm going to just launch it. And you really didn't know the steps that you should be taking to launch, then you're in for a treat because today we are speaking with Monray from Marketing by Monray, who is the owner of Rare Necessity Brand Management LLC. She's a published author and she is a digital marketing maven. Homegirl made her first million by the age of 26, and now she's teaching so many others how to do it as well in her millionaire mob university. She's helped students make over $13 million with strategic marketing tactics that you're going to learn many of them in this episode. So she's going to be teaching her eight steps for a successful campaign. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have a whole lot of money. So don't worry if you're just starting out and you're thinking, well, you know, maybe I don't think I could do this, or this may not be for me. Hold tight, listen to this episode, and let's check in at the end, okay? Let's dive right in. Hello, hello, Monray. Excited to chat with you today. Hi. Now, I've shared a bit about who you are and what you do in the intro, but are you able to tell us exactly who you serve and how you got to this place today? Absolutely, absolutely. So I am marketing by Monray. I'm a marketing strategist, business development coach, and my goal is to help entrepreneurs make marketing simple. So I actually started my business when I was 19 years old. And so as starting that businesses, I actually actually started the agency owner. And so I was doing everything from emails, product development, content creation. Literally everything in between. In 2020, I made a a pivot in my business where I was like, okay, a lot of my agency um, clients that I was working with, I taught a lot of the things that they need to know about marketing. And so with that, I really had a passion for teaching entrepreneurs because we're trying to build million dollar brands off of knowledge that we got 10 years ago in college or 20 years ago in high school or whatever, right? And so you really need the education to master marketing. And so that is why I created the Millionaire Mob University. And so that is why I'm here. Loving that story and loving your shirt. Those of you listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see it, but she has the <laughs> cutest little polka dot black shirt on and I'm living for it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And you started, you say you started at 19 years old. So did you have like an inspiration you were looking to or someone in the online space that you were looking at at that point? No. So I didn't even know marketing was really even a thing. Okay. So I was in college at the time. So I was actually an accounting major. I worked with it as an assistant for a makeup artist. And she posted on Instagram was like, I need assistant. And I was like, I need a job. So I started working with her, but she really didn't know what the assistant did and neither did I. So I really wanted to just make sure that I served her business at the highest capacity. So I just did everything that I thought we should be doing. And so I would come up with different events. I would help her actually cultivate what she needs to do on the online space. We grew her Instagram following to like 60K. And this is back in 2013. So it was like, 
okay, this is pretty cool. And I just started growing from there. And I always tell people that I know that I have been guided by God because it's not like I went to school for marketing. It's not like I never had formal education when it came to marketing, but I would come up with these ideas and I'd be like, okay, that thing seems pretty cool. That's what it is. And then I would later find out, oh, it's actually called this, you know? So I would literally have these downloads from God on how to market, how to do the things. So no, no inspiration. The only person I feel like I've been inspired by in business at that time was my grandmother. My grandmother is probably the hardest working woman I've ever met. Like she just retired. We just forced her retire about a month ago. Yeah, she's the the person that I always look up to and always like, I got to work hard because if she still in the warehouse, still working hard, and I definitely got to work hard. (laughs) And what was she doing exactly in the warehouse? I'm not sure how she started in the warehouse, but she's been working there for like the last 30 years. And so, of course, with her getting older, of course, everybody's like, Miss Denise, go sit down. You know, we got it. So she ended up being a manager where she would just, you know, have to sit down and just monitor everything. But she really started like on the floor, like doing the work. So and then she worked at an air conditioned um, warehouse where they actually built air conditions. <laughs> She was doing some hard work. That's what it sounds like. Go ahead, go ahead, Grandma. Right, come on, Mimi. (laughs) And I know that you made your first million by the age of twenty-six. So, first of all, congrats on that. Thank you. And what did that feel like as a twenty-six-year-old? Like that's such a young age to make your first million. So, how did that feel? Yeah, so it's so funny because just the type of person that I am, I am a ambitious type of girl you know like I've been working since I was 14 years old and I just love to work my work ethic is crazy and so making my first million it was like almost like oh wow that was cool but I always tell people like literally when the strike the clock strike 12 that uh that night at in 2020 it was time to go 2021 the first thought I was like dang I gotta do it again <laughs> it's time to start all over. So it was definitely exciting, but the hustle in me was like, you got to do it again. You got to keep it up. And you said 2020 going into 2021. So this was recently. Yes, yes, yes. So you're like a baby still. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says. Everybody says I'm still a baby. That is awesome. Because my next question was going to be like, was there anything you tell yourself back then? Because I'm thinking it's like five years gone or whatever. But no, like this was literally yesterday. So I get it. (laughs) No, for sure. But I learned so much in the last two years. And it has been a crazy ride. And it has really shaped me being in business has shaped me as a woman, a daughter, uh, everything, a girlfriend. Like it just has really shaped me. And some of the things that I learned and the things that I've taken away from it was really two. One of the business was if you're going to make your first million, guarantee your second one, right? Like make sure you have recurrent in- income so that you don't have to hustle and bustle every single day. 
And then the other one would be like, give yourself grace. This is your first time doing it. You know, like you've never seen this happen before. You've never been this successful before. And you don't have a blueprint. And a lot of times the people around you are not giving you grace. So you don't give yourself grace. And so those are the things that I really like had to be become okay with because it's like, I'm so used to achieving all of these things. I'm so used to getting it right. And so when you get it wrong, you feel like it's the end of the world. So it is okay, girl. (laughs) We'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. I love that. And I love the lessons that you were able to take away from that. Specifically, you're saying, you know, give yourself grace. And like you said, there, even when there are people that are around you that may not be giving you grace, then it reminds you like, okay, maybe I need to start surrounding myself with people who are, you know, so that I can have that grace. So I love that you thought of that and you have a book too. So let's talk about that. It's the campaign of my life that you recently released. So can you tell us a bit more about that? Yes, yes. So Campaign of My Life is the second book that I have released. Um, So Campaign of My Life is so, so true to my heart because it really talks about my story in detail, even the stuff that I didn't want to talk about, right? Like I really go back because we have an eight-step campaign method of how you launch campaigns when it comes to marketing. Oh, we're getting into that in a short second too. I'm excited about that. So we have that A-step campaign method. And when I realized it, it related to my life. And so inside of the book, you know, we take each step and we tell stories from my life. And so I was able to tell like, okay, my focus product, which is our first step, like how I actually found my focus, how I found the business that I was supposed to be in and how I didn't even think I had a talent for so long. Right. And so it goes through those eight steps, telling the stories, my trials, my tribulations, my team, like everything that happened that was good, bad and ugly. It also talked about like I was this is the first time like I have um shared like intimately about my miscarriage like it talked about all of that and how you handle yourself as a woman in business when life still has to go on so I really got into it Mm, it sounds like a super personal read that's going to give so many lessons as well and you mentioned your team how many people do you have working with you at the moment yeah, so currently we have, I say, I think we have about eight people on our team now. But during the time of the book, we had about 26 employees. And so oh, wow. I literally talk about like how people tell you, hire a team, hire a team, hire a team. You got to have a team, like all of that. But then they don't tell you who, they don't tell you what to pay them. They don't tell you what to do with them when they get here. They don't tell you what, what they supposed to be doing. Like they don't tell mm-hmm. you the rest of the story. So I talk about that because you think that your problems are solved by people instead of people doing the right thing. 
Mm, I love that. I really appreciate that. Like you mentioned in your book, you're talking about the miscarriage and things like that, because you're sharing that life happens while you're building a business as well. So I'm sure those that are reading are going to get so much value out of that. And they can they grab that like on Amazon? Where can they grab your book? Yes, so it will be on Amazon August. I want to say it's August 15th. It'll be on Amazon. But before that, you can get it on my website, which is mobuniversity.org. So yeah, it definitely shares like that. People on the outside think business is smooth and how you actually have to keep going as a woman because that month I had the miscarriage. I had to fire my entire team. I had trouble in my relationship. Like it was a lot going on, but you still expected to show up. For your audience, you're still expected to be the person that you are. Nobody is giving you that grace, but you have to find out how to give yourself grace. And so it's like really developing that relationship with God was able to really help me get through. Mm-hmm. And you said Mob University or was it MOB University? Okay, dot yep. org. Yep. Awesome. Okay. And I want to get into this eight step process for a successful campaign. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So we created the eight. So I've been producing campaigns for a long time, y'all. Even before I even realized a campaign was a campaign. Like I produced my first campaign in 2014. Okay, so how about we start there then and let people know who are listening because they may be like, okay, what's a campaign, you know? (laughs) Oh, yes. So a campaign is an organized course of action to achieve a goal. That is the definition for it. And so if you've seen like the Popeyes and the Megan Thee Stallion campaigns or, you know, Nike or whatever, like the campaigns you see from the Kardashians, all of those things, those are campaigns. But a lot of times as small business owners, we feel like we can't produce a campaign. And my goal is to strike those limiting beliefs because that is actually how you begin to make marketing simple. Um, A lot of entrepreneurs are very overwhelmed when it comes to marketing. They feel like they can't do it by themselves. But following this eight-step method allows you to do all of the things, get it all done when you need to do it so that you can see some success. So that is why we came up with the eight-step method. Mm, And I want to know about this eight-step method. I already know you said the first one you said was, was it focus you mentioned? Okay. Yeah, so the first step is focus products. So that's phase one, really understanding what you're going to sell, what you're going to focus on and identifying your goals. And then going into phase two is concept and strategy. So what's your marketing message? And then how are we going to get to set goals? Well, how are we going to get to 50,000? How are we going to get to 10,000? Like what is the traffic plan that needs to happen to actually reach those goals? Then we have phase three, which is map it out. So map it out means, all right, we said that we need to get to 80,000 people when it comes to our marketing. Cool. So how are we going to get to those people? Are we going to post? Are we going to email? What traffic sources are we doing? And what does that need to look like so that we can map it out? Then we move to phase four, which is create content, because we don't want to create the content before we know what we actually are creating. So we create Mm. the content after we map it out. Then we move to phase five, which is execution. And this is when we're writing our copy and our captions and our emails. And then we move into launching. So now we're making that um, campaign live. We're looking at everything and we're making sure that everything is scheduled and ready to go. Then we move to phase six, which is monitoring. So after you make it live, go back and look at that post. Go back and look at that email and see what worked and what didn't work. So when you move into phase seven, 
which is pivoting, you can be able to have the right information to make the right decisions. A lot of times we wait until the end of the month to look and see like, oh, this went wrong, this went wrong, but Georgia Power needs their money. So we got to make sure that we are making money. So we pivot in the moment and then we move on to phase eight, which is analyze. And so we analyze the entire process at the end so that we can make our campaign better next time. Okay. I love that. I was just typing some of that as you were saying it. And what would you say then is, do you find this the most difficult part or what people find to be the most challenging part out of all of that for for them? So I think the most challenging part typically lies in phase three and phase five, which phase three is mapping it out. But when you use our map it out process, because this ISMC method, which is our campaign method, is comprised of different systems within it. So in phase three, we teach you our content system so that you know how to lay out the content so that it actually works. So we try to really simplify it. Like, yes, you get this overarching thing, but there's little systems in between to make each step simple so that you can really win. So most people struggle and map it out, which is just a thought process of initially like, oh my God, you want me to post three times a day? Like that's 90 times. Oh my gosh, like where am I going to get all this content from? But once we, you know, teach them that content system, it makes it simpler. And then phase five execution is really like that launching. And I don't think it's necessarily hard for people. I think it's the nerves. Like, oh my God, it's time to, you know, like release it to everybody. And so they're just super nervous. Mm. Okay. So within your eight steps, you have your own individual systems that's going to make it easier for them, which is great because I do think that could be intimidating where someone's got this big goal and they're like, we need to reach a hundred thousand people. And sure I can post, but I posted yesterday and it's not reaching a hundred thousand. Right. So it's great to know that they have that support system and that system period that can assist them to get there. And you mentioned like randomly, you know, let's say you said three times a day. And so that's 90 posts. So are the campaigns typically 30 days or do you sometimes go longer or shorter? Or is it like that's your set piece, like a month campaign? Yeah, so typically what we teach our um, our students is monthly campaigns so they can keep it fresh because most of our students are either like e-com business, service-based business, and after a while, nobody wants to see anything for 90 days or a whole quarter. We definitely like, we don't necessarily recommend you change your products every month, but for example, we have our mastermind. I may teach the mastermind for the whole quarter, like that may be the upsell, but every month we change the messaging, we change the campaign around it so that it looks refreshed. It looks different so that people are like, oh, I didn't pick it up in June, but I definitely love the messaging in July. So let me get just a different way to present your campaign. Mm-hmm. And for those who may be listening, who are saying, okay, this sounds great, but you know, I don't have a big marketing budget for a campaign. Like, what do you have to say to those individuals who are like, I'm not Nike girl. I can't yeah. be running a campaign every day. You know, what's the message for them? So absolutely. I hear it all the time. And I always say that those are the limiting beliefs of why you feel like you can't produce a campaign. Because when mm-hmm. I tell you guys the definition, a campaign is an organized course of action to achieve a goal. You need to be organized. You need to have multiple actions and you got to have a goal. That's it. Nobody said anything about a budget. Nobody said anything about anything that you had to do. You just you can create the content yourself in your house. I don't care, right? Long as you have a clear marketing message, long as you have a clear strategy and you're able to write those emails, write those things so that you can get it out. 
So a marketing budget isn't necessarily necessary, but when it comes to your traffic plan, you have to look at that plan and say, okay, well, if I don't have it organically, then how else am I going to get this traffic? Because with traffic, you only can get it if you build, borrow, or buy. So if you don't have enough on your build, meaning your email list, your Instagram, those platforms, then you either have to partner with somebody to borrow or you're going to have to buy it. So you're going to have to figure out how to navigate that those waters. I love that. I've never heard it's shared like that, the build, build, borrow or buy, but it makes perfect sense, right? So you mentioned that like using someone else's audience, a lot of times that looks like influencer marketing. Sometimes it, you know, you could be gifting your product or whatever to people. So then in that case, while you're not paying them a salary or whatever, or paying for the campaign itself, you're still paying for the product. So it is some cost there, but it may not be as much. So I love that you shared those three ways to do it. And I know you have... So much to share about campaign building in general. What would you say is the best lesson or the most important lesson your students take away when it comes to like campaign building? Yeah, so we separate our students into like two sectors, depending on where you are. We have our membership, which is the School of Content and Traffic. And then we also have like our mastermind. And so inside the School of Content and Traffic, we really focus on taking you from invisible to visible. And so what that means is you need brand awareness. You need traffic. And traffic, you're going to attract people by having good content. And so those are the things that we're really focused on to get your brand to as many people as possible. Because a lot of times the reason why you're not selling is always because you're not in front of enough people. The more people you're in front of, the more that you can sell. So that is one thing that we focus on for businesses that really haven't reached their audience numbers that they want to reach. Or if you're at a higher level revenue wise and you have an audience, we're teaching you how the process of launching, the process of selling, the process of campaigning, the process of doing all of those things so that you could be able to make more money and expedite your sales. Mm -hmm. So for someone listening who may be interested in joining Millionaire Mob University, first of all, the name is dope. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. Can you tell them like where they can go to find it? Even for the university, I would assume the membership's like a lower monthly rate than the mastermind. Can you just give them more information on that, please? Yeah, absolutely. You can go to mobuniversity.org and you can learn more about both programs. So our membership is We recommend that you stay in the membership for at least 12 months unless you're ready to upgrade to the mastermind. And so we have what we we call placement exams every three months in the School of Content and Traffic so that if you're like, okay, I think I'm ready, let me take take this test and see if I'm ready. It's a placement exam to let you know if you're ready to elevate to the mastermind. And so that is actually $3.99 a quarter, or you can pay annually at $12.99, or do we also have monthly plans. With the mastermind, that is a more extensive program. You actually get one-on-one coaching with some of our coaches. We have mindset training and all of those things to really help you sell. And then after your first year inside of the mastermind, you get the option to purchase a license for your team. Like if you have, let's say you have a marketing manager, you have a social media manager, you can purchase a licensing for them so that they can come into the program. And that program starts at 20000 So it really just depends. We all have payment 
other plans for that one as well. So my best recommendation is to learn where you are, kind of see what area do you need more visibility or do you need, you got an audience and you need to sell. And so you can always, two things, we have events every single month um, where you can come and learn more or you can come to our homecoming conference in October and we'll definitely uh, lead you in the right direction. You are such a marketing pro because first off, the placement exams are genius, right? You're like, hold on, you may not even be ready. Let's test you out first. And then even for you to say, you know, with those monthly events, it's just brilliant the way you've marketed it. So obviously those of you listening, you know, she knows what she's talking about. Definitely go check it out at marbuniversity.org. And I'll put the link to everything below in the show notes as well, because I know they're going to want to check it all out. It's just awesome to hear and something obviously you're doing too, because in order to promote this, people have to know it's happening. So not only are you teaching people about campaigns, you're running your own so they know that it's legit. I really love that. And there's one question I love to ask at the end of every single Freedom Slave podcast, and that is, what does freedom mean to you? Mm, That is a good question. So what freedom means to me is... And like having time freedom, having just the freedom to do anything that I want. And I think sometimes in business, we kind of forget, like, that's why we actually started this business. (laughs) So we're like hustling, we're doing all the things, but I really want to wake up and I don't have any kids now, but when I have kids, like I want to wake up and be able to take my kids to school. I want to wake up and be like, let's go eat lunch with my baby or take my man lunch or whatever. Like, I just want the freedom to do whatever I want, but still be able to serve my audience in the highest capacity because I know that's why I'm here. So that's what freedom means to me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Monray. And where can people find you? Yeah. So you can follow me on all platforms at Marketing by Monray. And I answer DMs, y'all. I'm not bougie. So y'all can definitely <laughs> me if you have any more questions. Love, love, love it. Thank you so much for hopping on. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed listening to Monray as much as I did. Her steps were super clear. They were simple. They were easy. You now know your eight steps for a successful campaign. You want to focus on the product. You want that concept and strategy lined up. You want to map it out. You want to create that content. You want to do the execution of it and make sure things are scheduled. You want to monitor to see what worked and what didn't. You want to pivot along the way, making sure that the things that didn't work are now working or you're focused in on the ones that did work. And of course, you want to analyze the entire process. So you know those eight steps. And along with that, she shared a lot of information about what it is that she does, how she got started. As I shared, I'm going to link everything below in the show notes and definitely go check her out. Check out the website, follow her on Instagram. She is at Marketing by Marae. You want to make sure that you are following the right person because you know there's a lot of people on Instagram trying to fake the funk And it's a lot of fake pages out there. So she is at Marketing by Monray. So Marketing by M-O-N-R-A-E. Again, I'm going to link below in the show notes to that, as well as to mobuniversity.org, which is the website where you can find out more information about her. If you've listened through to the end and you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to take a screenshot and tag us over on Instagram. I'm at Gaynette, G-A-Y-N-E-T-E. And Monray, you can find her at Marketing by Monray. So Marketing B-Y-M-O-N-R-A-E. We'll chat next time. Bye-bye.
Okay, okay, I see you, Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find and benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you.